Welcome to the Lost Boys, the Found Fathers podcast. I'm Gabriel O'Sullivan. This is my co-host, Will Haycox. We are men who have suffered the loss of a child or children, and this podcast exists to help our fellow brothers who have traveled a same or similar journey. So, good morning, Will. Good morning, Gabe. We are moving on with this series about leading our children well. So, this is episode two. If you hadn't listened to the first episode, make sure you go back on all your podcast platforms or the YouTube and check that out. Now, last week we we talked about um, how we could be an encourager and a comforter to our children, and we're going to kind of continue in that same vein today with a different verse, a uh, couple verses. Uh, the first one's Ephesians four one through two, and and listen, man, I'm I'm kind of ripping these things out of context here. Okay, so this was actually you know written to the church at Ephesus, and it was talking about how they should relate to one another uh, as a church. Okay, but. Um, you know, in reality, like we're we're leading our family, and we're leading our family. You know, not only as a group of people that love each other, but as an organization. And this is the way that we want to treat and and, uh, and help that organization to be healthy. And so, I'm going to go ahead and read that. It says, "As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received." We could probably spend all day right there on that. Um, and the verse two says, "Be completely humble and gentle." Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Mm. So, man, I, I just thought, wow, yeah, that might be talking to the church collectively, but, boy, that sure does speak to me as a dad. And so why don't you expound on that a little bit, man, and tell mm. me how, how does that verse relate to us as being fathers that lead our children well? Yeah, I mean, to your point, like we never want to take anything out of context in the Bible, but any verse that like, tells us, how to how to live, how to act, how to love. Uh, I think I don't know. I want to say you don't have to care about the context, but the uh, the, the lesson is still mm-hmm. true. You know, be, being Christ-like is true regardless of where you get it in the Bible. So yeah, I think I agree with you there. It's context is a key, but uh, these are direct commands of how to be as Christians. So yeah, but I mean to your point of how to apply this as a father. Um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a relatively new father compared to you, Gabe, and probably some other guys out there that our son, Gabriel, would be born. I was born uh, four, it would be like just over four years ago. And then Bonnie, our little girl, will be three in a couple of weeks. But, I mean, I already can see for sure, like, the temptation not to be patient, temptation to not be humble, not be gentle, not to bear with a two-year-old that's having a tantrum or just acting nuts. Um, and I think there's, there's two verses together, like you said, is, um, you know, we're living a life worthy of the calling we've, we've received and not to stretch this verse too far out of context, but other verses that we're going to get into that talk about being fathers and, and loving our children well and the verse from last week, First Thessalonians two eleven and twelve, you know, talks about you know, it says we dealt with each of you as a father deals with his own children, being encouraging, comforting, and urging you to live lives worthy of God. So there's that same idea in this verse here that we're living lives worthy of the calling we've received and along with that is being humble, gentle, patient, and bearing with one another in love. So I think the I'll let you jump in here too, but I think the the overarching way that I would apply that to being a father 
is, you know, I guess being humble and gentle kind of encapsulates the other two that when you're humble and gentle, you're not impatient. You're not unloving. You are Mm -hmm. willing to deal with, you know, in my case, a two and a half year old that is just crazy, you know, and she's, she wants to put on a princess dress or she wants to uh, eat a snack, even though mama said she can't have a snack or her, the latest thing she's been on the last few months is mama or daddy. Most of the time it's mama has to get her dressed or, open a packet of goldfish for her or hand her her water even though it's like within her arm's reach and if I hand it to her it's like I might as well have like smacked her in the face and (laughs) screamed at her like she just loses it she's like no 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 mommy get it or you give her her pacifier and she she's like no mommy get it she'll take the passy and throw it across the room and it's like your first response is like no we don't do that we are not going to you know, treat mama or daddy that way. We're not going to act like you know, a hooligan and get what we want by violently reacting to, you know, daddy kissed me and I wanted mama to kiss me, so I'm going to push him away and scream. And I think being humble and gentle and patient in that moment is understanding, which I don't always do. She's two years old. She's about to be three years old. Her brain isn't developed to the point where she can be like, you know, I really wish that mom would have given me that pacifier, dad. But because you did, it hurt my feelings because it wasn't what I was expecting. Therefore, I responded negatively. Like She's mm. just, her response is just, no, get this passy out of here. Rah! I'm going to scream or I'm going to lay on the floor and have a tantrum. So I'll let you, you throw in context for some older kids. But I, I think just to start off there, like reminding yourself, you know, Christ is humble gentle patient and and bears with us in love and has since the beginning of time that we've done a whole lot worse things to him and hurt his image and what he's given us and and the covenants that man has made with god and then broken almost immediately and it's not like we just threw a pacifier across the room you know we've Mm. we've gone and collectively as humans we've worshiped other gods you know me Mm. and and other people here that live in the world today you know we prize money or power or any number of things over honoring the lord and still he's he bears with us he's patient and i think modeling that is something that is easy to forget as a father yeah man and i'll give you so some examples you gave some examples of you know dealing with stuff with little some you know younger kids and first of all when you're done with the pacifier, that's going to be a great thing for you. Because when she freaks out and throws that thing across the mm-hmm. room, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. you don't want it anymore? Okay, mm-hmm. it's it's going bye-bye mm-hmm. right now. And then there'll be some the weeping and gnashing teeth, bro, like for a day or two. <laughs> and then she'll be like, oh, what, mm-hmm. what's that? She'll totally forget about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wish. that it, it, It's <laughs> one day. It, it's going to be a rough couple of days. It's kind of like when they were... Sleep, like uh, you know when the kids wouldn't want to sleep through the night mm-hmm. you know and then you would have to like let them cry it out for about a night or two and then it was like oh they're not going to come get me mm-hmm. okay it's i'm just gonna go to sleep now you know mm-hmm. it was a rough two nights but then after that it was yeah great uh, um so when you know it says be completely humble and gentle that first part makes me think about like when our when our kids even older kids when they will throw some shade your way as a parent, right? Disrespect you, mm-hmm. um, you know, give you an attitude, give you an eye, say some things negatively to you, or 
just ignore a command or something that you've mm-hmm. told them to do, right? Like you're like, hey, whatever, go pick up your room, and instead they keep playing, you know, ball or whatever. Um, you know, as a as a father, it, it's easy to let that pride kind of well up and be like, mm-hmm. you will re- was a mm-hmm. old South Park, you will respect mm-hmm. my authority, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Remember that, mm-hmm. Kenny? And so um, to get like that, okay, mm-hmm. and that is that is not completely humble and gentle. Mm-hmm. That is saying, like, yes, are we do respect? Should we demand respect? Yes, but can we do it also in a humble and gentle way mm-hmm. where we're not like rising up like this authoritarian and like coming down with the hammer of the gods you know and mm-hmm. letting them feel our wrath of like our voice or our t- tone or our countenance and listen i'm preaching to the choir right here you know because mm-hmm. i'm not i have allowed my pride to um then get in the way of my proper interaction you know with mm-hmm. my kids so when i read mm-hmm. these verses it's like very um, convicting, right? Of like, man, you you really had episodes in your life where you got it right, like you mm-hmm. did it by the book, meaning the Bible, the book. Mm-hmm. But then I've also had a lot of times where I have allowed that pride to well up in me to a point that I like explode like a volcano mm-hmm. in my in my reaction and in the way that I you know might raise my voice or um, try to be too I would say intimidating potentially. Mm-hmm. You know, to my children in a in a in a not in a physical manner, but in a you know, mm-hmm. I'm dad. My, yeah, I'm dad. You're gonna listen to me, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like you know, listen to the thunder of my voice and, yeah. and respond. Mm-hmm. You know, you lowly child. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be like that, man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you brought something up, and I think this is a good tangent to go down. Like when we have that moment where. You know, the child and I did do the same thing even with the you know when she was two now she's almost three it's and even with like my dogs it's, it's silly you know comparison but like when you you're like say all day long you're working not that you get disrespected all day long at work every day but you know things don't always go the way you want them to go when you're with another another adult sure and or multiple adults or you know whatever so I think there's probably like some element some psychological thing where you're you want power, you want control. You know, there's certain situations where you expect that you're in control. And when your child just looks at you and says, no, I'm not going to do what you tell me to do, you do respond with like, you know, who are you to not do what I tell you to do? Mm. I'm going to you know, force you to do this or I'm going to punish you for yeah. not doing it. And I think like you said, there there is a place and biblically there is a place where we're given authority over our children and we are to make wise decisions and guide them to do the right thing. And, you know, the Bible even talks about God, you know, that corrects and steers and punishes mm-hmm. those he loves. So there's nothing unbiblical about that. Mm-hmm. But I think what we, what I know I'm tempted to do, and I just thought about it when you said that, so you can see if, if you feel the same way, Gabe, is like when we get into those moments, like I think the mindset is the problem, like the where is it coming from? Is it coming from God gave me this authority and I only have this authority over my child because God gave it to me and he has authority over me as his child. And so what I really want in this moment is for my child to obey me out of a love for God yeah. and a submission to Christ, God, yeah. respect for him. Yeah. And that creates a respect for me. And the only thing I'm trying to get out of this situation is to teach my child a lesson about God's love and God's fatherhood so that in their future, 
life will be good and mm-hmm. and they will have a good relationship with the Lord yeah. and submit to him. Or are we doing what I do most of the time where it's like you impugn my pride. You know, you, you try to step outside my authority yeah. and I'm going to punish you for insulting or not respecting me, yep. not for, oh, you've stepped outside of God's boundary. It, it's not, we're, we're not like filled with a righteous anger mm-hmm. because God's been disrespected. We're filled with that unrighteous anger of you stepped on my toes. Yeah. You know? And I think we, I, I think there's probably something in men that we, we do want the respect that we think we're deserved. We, we are deserved. And we especially think that we need that from our kids and then responding in frustration or like you said, yelling or deepening our voice or whatever it is, I think is, you know, you need to step back maybe after you've blown up on your kids, if that's something that, you know, you do frequently and just be like, Hey, why did I do that? Is yeah. it because I wanted them to honor the Lord and I was mad about something that the Lord's mad about or did I just want to be strong mm. and want them to listen to me? So I think and I would say kind of too, the opposite. No, I love that. This verse says, that yeah. Two things that makes me think of this book called Shepherding Your Child's Heart. Mm. Highly recommend that anybody listening go buy the book and read it. If you're if you're a father, young father, old father, whatever, like read it. It is well, I won't say old. I mean like if your kids are adult don't read the book because it's a waste of your time. Mm-hmm. If you got kids that are in that toddler age or almost a toddler age or, you know, or up, mm-hmm. like even, even into their, you know, elementary age, read that book. Like it's, I can't remember. It's Dude Trip something or another. Uh, Paul was, David Tripp. Is that him? I don't remember. Maybe. I can't remember. But it's called Shepherding Your Child's Heart or Shepherding a Child's Heart. But mm-hmm. definitely the most impactful book I, I read about, about parenting and other than the one the big the bible we're reading mm-hmm. right here but man he talks about just what you said that our goal is to show our parents our sorry show our kids christ as a parent and then our goal is to help them understand that we are like a liaison between mm-hmm. them and the lord and that their respect for us is showing their respect for the lord and if they learn to respect mm-hmm. their parent then they're going to learn to respect god which means they're going to get blessings in life and not you know have a lot of consequences mm-hmm. or punishment. Now, obviously, we're not here to talk about that necessarily today. We've covered those blessings and consequences, or blessings and punishment, or or, or chastisement, and and like lessons learned, like mm-hmm. God, you know, using uh, as we talked about last week, wind sprints to teach us a lesson, mm-hmm. you know, versus like uh, showering us with money, cutting mm-hmm. to teach, you know, like yeah. there's there's all that. But but so when I get it right is when I come to my kids kindly and gently and humbly, firmly, sure, but, and I'm like, I have a conversation with them, like, okay, listen, the reason you're going to get disciplined right now is because you were, whatever, you're disrespectful to mom, or because you didn't do what I asked you to do, and you completely ignored me, Mm -hmm. and just kept doing your own thing, and that's not okay. So, that's not okay, because the way that you're reacting towards me is also a way that you could react towards the Lord mm-hmm. uh, later in your life. If, if you ignore his call on you, if you ignore the way that what he's telling you or asking you to do, and if you go outside his will, that's just not going to go great for you, because mm-hmm. God wants you to, to listen to him, obey him, and to trust him. I was like, so by you displaying those things uh, negatively towards me, then you might develop a habit of of treating the Lord in that same mm-hmm. way and that's not good so as your parent I have to make sure that you 
um, respect me in the home, but also I'm helping to teach you how to respect God. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so now you're going to get your punishment. And then when I, um, so I, when I've modeled that appropriately, um, you're cool, you're calm, you're collected, right? You're having that conversation with them. And uh, I have, when I just think about this a couple years ago, like that, I did not model that appropriately with my little, with my five-year-old and just... Um, it's like he did something or whatever and was angry and I, you know, disciplined him. And, and then he, he was like, Daddy. And I was like, what? He was like, you didn't stop and tell me about why I was getting punished. And you also didn't pray with me afterwards because that's what he talks about in his book. He says after you have that time, then you, you actually sit with your kid and you pray with them and you pray for them and you pray for their forgiveness. You know, if they haven't trusted Christ yet, you pray for them that God would forgive them and, and let them know you're going to forgive them mm. and that they're going to, that you're going to help them, you know, to help them to do better next time. And, and man, he called me out on it. Mm. He was like five at the time. Mm. And I was like, man, like, dude, out of the mouth of babes, mm. right? Like he called me out on it. And so I, so sorry, that was a long soliloquy, but mm-hmm. to your second point, when we know that we screwed up, we got to go back to our kids and apologize. Mm. But listen, yeah. man, Hey, I did not handle that the correct way. I shouldn't have raised my voice in a in a harsh way with you. You know, there can be there's a difference between firmness and harshness. Mm-hmm. You know, I screwed up. You know, please forgive me, right? And this is the way I should have done it. You know, I love you. I'm sorry that I was a bad example to you. I'm gonna try to do better next time. I'm not perfect either, right? Like mm-hmm. we, you screw up, I screw up. You may not use that term. You mess up, I mess up. Mm-hmm. Okay, and. I just want to ask your forgiveness for that. I think being big enough to show that is is helpful mm-hmm. too. Yeah, yeah, and we could keep going on this one, but I think you've got another verse that you wanted to throw in here. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, let's, let's just finish this episode. one up so okay. we can, and then cool. so we'll get into Ephesians six four next time. But the second part of this verse is be patient, bearing with one another in love. Mm-hmm. So like, let's just flesh that out for the next two yeah. minutes. Like, how, how does that mm-hmm. apply to what we've been talking about? Yeah, I mean, I think. There's several ways it could apply, um, but I think the the easiest thing to say about that is, you know, understanding that our kids are where they are. You know, and my kid is three, and yours are older than that. But knowing, you know, you've got an older teenager, and then you've got you know younger kids. I think knowing where our kids are in life and having some patience for that, and not. Um, not expecting a three-year-old to act like a 25-year-old, yeah. not expecting a 10-year-old to act like a 25-year-old, and and having some grace, you know, with with everything we've just said about you know the the rightness of an authority structure, and you know we do we are owed respect as parents, as fathers, just like we owe respect to the Lord, knowing that you know, hey, they're not perfect, like I'm not perfect, and they're not always going to give me respect, so. Even though I've established this structure of I give respect to the Lord, they give respect to me, you know, goes from there. We're patient with them when they screw up. And, you know, like you said, having a a good pattern of going to them and saying, you know, this is what I asked you to do. This is what you didn't do. And this yeah. is how you responded. Mm-hmm. And this is why you're going to be punished now. This is how you're going to be punished. If it's a spanking, if it's, you know, whatever, taking away toys or you can't go do this thing that you wanted to do. Explaining that well and making sure that they understand, you know, I think bearing with one another in love is 
even being loving when we're punishing them and not yeah. saying, you know, okay, daddy loves you. It's like, it's like if people see God as like, God loves you, he provides for you, and he cares for you, and he's there when you're suffering. But when you screw up, he's just going to throw a lightning bolt down and, you know, blow your life up. Yeah. Like God, God doesn't respond in anger every time we screw up. Like, mm-hmm. we know God has wrath, and he's going to pour out that wrath one day, and it's holy wrath. But he doesn't lash out every single time we do something that's frustrating. That's right. He bears yes. with us in love Yes. when... You know, like they years read ago, the Old Testament, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. the whole story of the Old Testament, Testament yeah. uh, and and my testimony. You know, that if you go back to whatever that was, like the second episode or third episode, I tell some of my testimony where we, I, I grew up in church, and then I went about as far as I could get away from church when I was in college, and. God didn't like smite me or yeah. send me, you know, send some person to beat me up and drag me into church or you yeah. know whatever. Like there's all these different ways he could have carried out his wrath and forced me back to respecting him and mm-hmm. you know coming back to him and loving him, you know, being drug in by my hair and hey, you're going to you're going to worship me now. Yeah. And instead, he bore with me in love. He was patient. And mm-hmm. obviously, you could say God knows the future. He knows our future and what's going to happen. But you know, I think modeling that, that when our kids screw up, we are patient. And that's not to say we let them go off the rails because, hey, we love them and we're going to bear with their mistakes right now. Yeah. But it's, we understand kids are going to make dumb mistakes and three-year-old mistakes aren't the same as 10-year-old mistakes, aren't the same as 16, 17, 23-year-old, whatever mistakes. But having that loving method of discipline that loving correction where you can counsel them like you said you know you can you can tell them this is what you did wrong this is what the bible says this is what mommy and daddy wants you to do and here are the consequences but i still love you yeah and i will continue to love you and to lay that out in a loving way and i think it takes a lot of discipline um, yeah maybe we can cover that in another episode like how to do these things but um you know you got to have a relationship with the lord that is strong enough that in that moment when the child rebels against you, your response is not, you better stop what you're doing right now. You know, like quit crying. I'll give you something to cry about. Or, you know, I'm going to drag yeah. you in this room and spank you until you you can't sit down for a week. And, you know, like none of those things are what the Lord does to us. And right. I think balancing that good, godly desire to discipline your children and this sinful fleshly pride to just be obeyed because we're in charge mm-hmm. is something that we're just going to have to submit to the spirit and let him lead us to love our children well i love it man yeah and um so yeah we're gonna kind of pause this episode and we'll jump back into to some more some more scripture and some more life lessons that go along with that about how to how to lead our kids well and i love what you just said so remember be completely humble and gentle be patient bearing with one another in love and listen that's the way god's treated us Mm -hmm. so we want to model that same love that same patience that same gentleness that same humbleness to our children as well so thank you all for joining us today uh remember to check out us on the uh webternet uh facebook instagram and twitter lost boys to found fathers check us out there if you're looking for my books if you don't mind love for you check them out uh that will be done trusting god in the midst of suffering pain or loss That can be found on Amazon or Every Little Thing, Six Small Steps to Perfect Peace. 
that can be found on Amazon, on Apple Books, on BarnesandNoble.com, and on ChristianBook.com. So thanks for joining us today. Let's not be lost. Let's be found in Him.